This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. This is all about how to facilitate a goal-setting workshop. So I'm going to start off by really saying what goal-setting means in the business context. So we're talking specifically about facilitating sessions with teams in businesses in organisations today. How to do that effectively and how when you're facilitating, you can really help your teams that you're working with to do this. And I'm going to share with you a proven goal setting workshop agenda and toolkit that you can use. I'll suggest some activities. I use lots and lots of different things and different ways of doing it, but I'm going to share a few of my favourites. So hopefully it will give you some ideas as well if you're looking to facilitate your own goal setting workshops as well. So it might be a bit heavy going. I know we're only early on into the new year, but I'm going to start off with a strategy pyramid. So with goals, we're working at quite a high level when we're thinking strategic strategically. So above goals are purpose and mission. So right at the pinnacle of what we want to achieve are our purpose and mission as individuals, but also teams and businesses, of course, as well. And the purpose and mission is really the difference that the organisation wants to make in the world, the positive contribution that it wants to make. And businesses, organisations make money by doing something positive. So the profits are a result of that. You know, businesses don't exist usually just because they make profit. They exist to do something good. So what is the purpose and what is the mission? That's right at the very top. And sitting around that and associated with that is the business vision or the team vision. So what are the big things that the team wants to achieve? So purpose, mission, is why is the why of the organization of the team and the vision are the big things that it wants to do so goals sit just underneath that they are the things that the organization wants to achieve and they're a bit more granular than the vision so they're at the next sort of level down so to speak now values They are the principles, the moral compass, you know, the things that the people in the organisation really hold dear in terms of how they treat each other, how they work together, how they work with customers and suppliers. It's the personality of the organisation, but it's much more than that. It's really the ethics and, and what's deeply important to people. So values go all the way through everything that happens in the organisation. That's the ideal. We're working at this level of goals today, sitting underneath that vision and underneath that purpose and mission. And the reason that goals are important is because it brings that vision and mission to life and starts to operationalise them. It starts to help teams to think about what can they shoot for, what can they aim for, what can they do that will make that vision, mission and purpose all come to life and make it a reality. So sitting underneath goals are some terms which we're all familiar with, we all have heard these terms before. 
but sometimes we don't stop and think about what they actually mean and how they're different or how they're similar. So sitting just underneath goals are objectives. For instance, I'll give you a non-business example, but it doesn't matter. I have signed up to run the 2022 Great North Run. That's a half marathon in the northeast of England. And I've signed up to do that today and I'll be running it. My goal is to complete the Great North Run, hopefully in September 2022, all being well. I have run it before, although it was quite a long time ago. I've also done the London Marathon, but it was ages ago. So I've lost a lot of fitness. I've got a lot of work to do, but that is a goal of mine for 2022. So sitting underneath that goal are objectives, which are more specific goals. An objective might be, I want to complete the Great North Run in a certain time. Lots and lots of other objectives. So you can see how the goal is the big thing. And then the objectives are the specific things that sit underneath that. So we've got our goals, our objectives, which are more specific. Key results, they are the measurable things. And then underneath those, on the day-to-day, weekly, monthly, quarterly level, are key performance indicators. They're the things that tell us how well we are on track to meet those goals. So goals are there to operationalize, to make real the purpose, mission and vision that we have for our businesses. And when we're facilitating goal setting sessions with teams, it's really helpful to think of it from that perspective and to make sure the values of the organization are running throughout all the goal setting activities. There you go. There's my my strategy pyramid. But it is important to set that context. If you are interested in either running or facilitating a mission, vision and value session, if you haven't done that piece, which is at the top of the pyramid, please do feel free to have a look at this free resource which I've created. You can find it at bigbangpartnership.co.uk slash facilitation dash ideas dash for dash mission dash vision dash values. Think about that and maybe you want to work through that for your business as well if you're a business owner and and do some of the activities in there. Everything I'm going to suggest you can do on your own or you can run as an activity with your team. Before we get into the activities themselves, just a few words and thoughts on goal setting. And you know me, everything that I share with you is based on evidence and supported by research and so on. And I really like this quote by Kenichi Omai, who is a Japanese organisational theorist, a strategist. And the quote is, rowing harder doesn't help if the boat is headed in the wrong direction. And that's why taking some time to think about goals is super important, because I've done this in the past. Maybe you've done it too. I've worked really, really hard to get somewhere. And then when I've got there, I thought this isn't actually what I wanted. I've done that in a job role. I worked really hard to get. And then I got there and I thought, I don't really want to do this. It's a great job, but it's not for me. So we can work really, really hard. But if it's taking us in the wrong direction, then that's not helpful. We can feel like we're making progress, but we need to make progress on the right things. Another important thing about goals, which I don't think is said often enough, is that it's not just about what you want to achieve, it's about what you're willing to put in. Because when we strive for anything, when any team goes after a goal, it means that there are other things that it can't do. It means that there are things that have to be sacrificed or given up in order to make sure that that goal is achieved. 
I've actually looked back over some of my diaries that I write and that I've written at this time of year and gone back through a few years of sort of late December, January entries. And I've seen that there are some things, you know, I've put in there as a goal and I've absolutely smashed it. And then there are other things that are appearing year after year after year. And I'm thinking, well, why is that? What's that all about? And, you know, the reality is, do I want it as much as I think? I like the idea of it, but actually it's what is required to achieve that goal. That's the thing I'm not signed up to. So when you're working with teams, it's not just about what they want to achieve, but it's about them spending some time getting clarity on the work that needs to go in to achieving that goal and what it means saying yes to and what it means saying no to. In order to achieve a goal, you need a system and it's very important as well. And again, you know, learn this from personal experience as well as the science showing this too, and I'm sure you have as well, is that there's something called goal competition. And that means if we set ourselves too many goals, if teams set too many goals, then they all just compete for time, attention, energy, and the rest of it. And actually, not many of those goals get achieved particularly well. So we are much better to focus on a few goals that are really meaningful and that will take us forward towards that mission, vision, and purpose, and focus on those and measure them. We improve by measuring and by visualising. A bit of background for you when you're thinking about your own goals and also when you're facilitating sessions with teams who are thinking about goal setting. Here is an example agenda for you. I'll just run through it and then I'm going to give you an overview and then I'll dive into um, each of the individual activities too. So obviously, you know, all the usual facilitation team stuff sits within this i'm not going to go into it but uh, how to facilitate make sure everybody's warmed up introduced that you've got frequent breaks you know all of that needs to be in there and i've got lots of free resources as well on how to facilitate so if you'd like some more support in that area um just please head over to the website or to the big bang partnership youtube channel there's lots there for you to access free i'll start off with wouldn't it be fantastic if activities we need to get everybody open-minded and thinking visioning about what success looks like and what they might be celebrating when those goals have been accomplished and then into some objectives and thinking about objectives in key areas and which objectives are prioritized measures of success and then starting off with the action planning although the action planning I recommend is a separate session I know there was a lot there but I'm going to go through each of those activities one by one the agenda is designed so that you've got the right blend of divergent and convergent thinking and so that you're doing each of those different types of thinking at the right time. So there are times when we're working together or alone where we need to be really open-minded and explore, let our imaginations run free and expand our thought process. And there are other times where we need to zoom in and narrow our options down and make selections and think, okay, yeah, look to all of that, but now I need to decide what is it I'm going to do. So the opening up is divergent thinking, the zooming in bit is convergent thinking, and that's built into the workshop agenda that I'm sharing with you today. So the first activity then is to ask people to work individually, maybe with some sticky notes or with a pen and paper. You can do this virtually, all of these things, you know, virtually, in person, and they work both ways. 
ask people to think, wouldn't it be fantastic if, and then complete that sentence as many times as they can for what they would like the team to achieve. And you can say it by an end date of, could be the end of 2022, 2023, and get people thinking individually first. So people are thinking individually first. And of course, you've done all the warm up and the introduction, so you're not getting straight into it, but this is the first thing. And this is a really useful statement because it's a simple activity. You don't need any resources to do it. And it's surprisingly powerful because if you ask people to think of 15 to 20 things in a few minutes, people just work on their own. They surprise themselves with what they come up with. And it gives people permission to think big. It gives people permission to explore possibilities. Wouldn't it be fantastic if, you know, and you're not committing to anything, but you're just thinking about what the possibilities might be. And then it's good to get people to work in pairs or small groups to talk about some of those, select the most compelling, and then use those to build forward into the next activity. So we're thinking about goals from that open-minded perspective to start off with. And then the next activity to build on that is one I call celebrating success. You ask the delegates to move forward in their imaginations in time to the end date that you're working to. For the purpose of today, I'm going to just say to the end of 2022, but you could do it for five years, three years, whatever. It it doesn't matter. And say, okay, so those wouldn't be fantastic if things you've achieved things that are most important to you. And what are some of the specific things that you've achieved that demonstrate that? What would a news article be saying? What would the headline be? What would the copy be? What would the key photograph be in a newspaper? What might you be saying in the company newsletter? What might you be tweeting out there? If you did an awards entry and you won the award, what might it say in the awards entry about the goals that you've achieved and how you've got there? What might you be saying on LinkedIn? And I create canvases for all of these so that my delegates have got spaces to be creative and visual. They can use images, they can cut things out, or they can they can find resources online and so on. So we've started off saying, wouldn't it be fantastic if, and then we're getting more specific and more into it by saying, you know, these are the things that they want to achieve. So having said, this is what we'd love success to look like, they're the overarching goals. The goals are contained in that piece. And thinking then about, okay, so what are some of the specific goals? So remember that specific goals are also objectives. So what are the objectives that we want to achieve in particular? And thinking about those in the round, because obviously you could have a goal of having, you know, offering the most amazing customer experience. But if you go all out on that and you don't keep an eye on finance, for instance, It could be that you're doing that in a way that's detrimental to the long-term and short-term financial health of the business. So we need to make sure that when we're going for goals and when the team are thinking about those goals, that they are creating objectives to support them that are balanced. And we use the balanced scorecard approach. So you might have heard of the balanced scorecard. Kaplan and Norton is the academic reference for those of you. I know some of you are studying as well as being facilitators of these sessions. So there's your academic reference. So if you want to achieve those goals, what are the objectives from a customer point of view, from a learning point of view, financial process? There might be others like safety, environment, and break those goals down into different areas 
and set specific goals or balanced objectives for each of those areas too. So again, I create uh, different canvases for people to work on here. It's a really very you know creative session, as well as also being nice and structured too. So it's whole brain thinking as we move through the session. And you've got lots, you should have lots of objectives at this stage. It's good to get people thinking on their own, as well as working in small groups. We actually come up with ideas on our own. The ideas are sometimes stimulated in conversation with other people. That's why when we're in a group, it can feel like the group's having the ideas, but actually what's really happening is individuals are being stimulated by the conversation going back and forth. Think about you know all these objectives. We don't want any goal competition. We've got to focus on the right things that are going to make the difference and invest in the energy and time in the right places. So it's really important to prioritise. I use things like dot voting, getting putting sticky dots on things or virtual dots on things or sticky notes or getting people to cluster or having debates. Sometimes I use an online voting tool called Mentimeter which allows people to vote in real time online through their phones or devices. And you can do that in an in-person session and have that on the screen as well as doing it virtually too. But it's really important that you prioritise those objectives and only have a few, I would say three to five for each of your objective areas. So maybe three to five for customer, three to five for financial, three to five for learning, three to five for internal process that will all help you achieve that goal. I'll give you an example. And I talked earlier about me signing up to run the Great North Run in 2022. So some of my objectives, my goal is to run the, well, run is probably a bit generous, jog the Great North Run in 2022. Some of my objective areas might be health, nutrition, sleep, weight loss, motivation and mindset might be another one. So I would set myself up and I will set myself, I'm in the process of doing it, objectives in each of those. And obviously you can't be tracking too many things and trying to do too much at once. So I'll prioritise those objectives and focus on the ones that will hopefully give me the best results. And for every objective, it is super helpful to have a measure of success. So having prioritised the objectives that are specifically going to help the goals, we then need to think about, well, how are we going to measure whether or not we've achieved that? How are we going to measure success? So I like to get people to work in small groups and then bring all the thinking together and vote in plenary and get some annual, quarterly, 30, 60, 90, weekly, in some cases, measures of success. So for instance, if you want to grow your business, Measures of success might be how many new customers you take on, customer retention levels, customer satisfaction levels. It could be the average transaction value goes up. It could be that your market share increases that your, and also that your production costs come down per unit or your service costs come down per sale uh, because of the volume increase. It's important to have them because then you can turn them into more specific targets that will help you know whether or not you're on track to hit that goal. Because, you know, I could train for the Great North Run and just do what I think are the right things, not track anything, and then turn up on the day. And I'm sure I would have a much better experience and perform better if I'm using feedback in terms of my runtime, my weight loss, you know, calorie, sleep. If I'm tracking the right things, 
to help me know is you know am I on the right track here is there anything I need to change and then you can tweak it en route to help you better hit that goal so following that uh, you've got your key performance indicators the measures of success and I might if I've got time start to get everybody thinking about what to do next there's an example that I read about which is the paperclip technique which is somebody was saying that actually making a sales call was the most important thing to them growing their business it wasn't reading this doing that you know all those procrastination distraction things that we do so because making sales calls was so important he got a jar of paper clips of 120 paper clips in it and then an empty jar and every time he made a sales call in the day he moved a paper clip from one jar to the other and then he didn't stop until that jar was full And he did so much better by focusing on the right things, but having that visual measure. So working out with teams, what is going to make the difference? You know, what are the key things? Because we can all run around doing all sorts of things. But what actually matters are probably a handful of really important actions. So starting the process of thinking about that by perhaps asking them to get everything down on sticky notes and then putting similar themed sticky notes together and then working out the priorities from there in terms of which ones are more important and are more likely to get the results. I hope that's useful. There's lots there on goal setting. There's probably more to goal setting than I think we first might think. You know, goal setting is there to operationalize our bigger mission, vision and purpose. And it's also about having a system, not just about knowing what the goal is itself, but having a system inbuilt that will support the achievement of those goals. And when we're designing and facilitating sessions with teams, we can really help to set them up for success by designing that into the workshop process. You can find out loads more on the bigbangpartnership.co.uk website. Also the Big Bang Partnership YouTube channel. Do hit subscribe and press the bell thing because I think then you get reminders when this stuff comes out that I create. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll be back next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.